Your pen, you ready? It describes what was pens. It was iron. It was firm. It was mineral. Hey, I think we got one. This is Holmes. And this is Thomas. And welcome to Sitting on the Bench. All right, welcome back to Sitting on a Bench. Hey, everybody. It's us. Let's go. Unfortunately, our good friend uh, Holmes is MIA like usual. He's been gone yeah. for about a week. We haven't seen a trace yeah. of him. We were talking earlier today about how long it would take us to call the cops. We decided a month maybe. So he's still got time before we get worried. <laughs> yeah, we're so, not sure. What his body's long gone at this point. Um, we used to it. <laughs> we have some uh, new additions today. Um, so let's start with this kind folk. Uh, give us your name, where you're from, and a fun fact about yourself. Like your social security number. Credit card. <laughs> Credit card. <laughs> mother's maiden name. Yeah, mother's maiden name was nice. <laughs> Who do you Want bank with? You know, all that. Um, my name is Steve. I'm from Sandy, Utah, and I bank with America First. Not a sponsor. Oh, not a sponsor. No, not yet. We I'm could be. America from First, from if you're listening. He's a from He's off the team. Oh, um, I'm Jake. I'm from Pleasant View, Utah. Uh, Pleasant View! Pleasant View! Pleasant View! And my favorite animal is a giraffe. Why? I just think they're so cool. What's your, I don't know. What's your, but what's your third favorite water animal? My third favorite water animal? Mine is a lamprey eel, but that's beside the point. It's neither here nor there. It's not even an eel. Third. I'm an idiot. Just a fish. I, know, I don't know. Gotcha. I don't know. What about Maybe your like second favorite? That's a good one. Piranhas <laughs> are pretty cool. What about your second favorite cold-blooded animal? Oh, that's a reptile for you. Is it just a reptile? Um, what else is cold-blooded? Not necessarily. Like a, like a chameleon. Not necessarily. A chameleon. A chameleon. <laughs> a chameleon. I think it's pronounced chameleon. <laughs> you know, if you get it, you get it. <laughs> All right. So we also have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We also have Ryan here with us, and Classic. I am also here. I'm Landon, for those of you that don't recognize my voice by now. You're pretty much like on it by now at this point, Landon. Yeah. Except for when you, intro. normally when you do them after midnight, I'm not here, but you know what? Which it's is Friday. All, which is all of them except for two. <laughs> hey, we did some at 10-ish. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get right into it after that. Um, we have a pretty interesting topic today. Thomas is going to bring us in. Oh, what? Yeah. Um, all right. So here's the rub. Um, it seems that currently there's a lot of instability in the world, right? Um, the signs of the times are afoot, aloof, and uh, I don't know what that means. Never this, yeah, whatever. Um, basically, um, it seems that like every year you get closer and closer to like an apocalyptic scenario. Here's to hoping. Uh, <laughs> knock on wood. Um, anyway, so this podcast we thought we would dedicate to apocalyptic scenarios and situations and all that good stuff. Yeah, so we want to basically look at what types of events could cause an apocalypse, um, what we would do, what are some essential items that we would need in an apocalyptic scenario, who we would eat first, where we would go, the important stuff, basically. <laughs> who would eat first? Who... We would whom. eat first. Whom, it's whom, whom. It's who, please. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is whom we would eat him first. Okay, yeah. I hate it here. I hate, I hate it. it. Comma space here. here. <laughs> we gotta go home. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about types of possible. Oh, wait. Do you want to start with that? I let's don't. start with that. Wait, do you want me to introduce you? You know what? 
<laughs> okay, let's go right into it. Time to possible events. We're talking zombie apocalypse first. Okay. Zombie. Big Z. First off, what would you do? Well, okay. What about what? How what likely kind of zombies are we where talking about? <laughs> we yeah, go. where would you go? Where would you go? Just creating this scenario for you, the audience, since you're not here. It make so yeah, let's sense. let's pick a specific kind of zombie from a specific kind of movie or something, and then we'll go with that. I'm thinking World okay. War Z. Those that's are crazy ones. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, let's yeah, that's why. we can we can do a little compare and contrast between World yeah. War Z and Walking Dead. Yeah, type of and um, and season one, season ten. I am Legend. I am Legend. Oh. They're well. They're more mutants, really, than zombies. They're still alive. They can die. They can communicate. <laughs> more like androids. My lady, I'm just smarter than you because I go to college. We're gonna yeah. we're going to talk about different so types new. of scenarios <laughs> later that are more likely. I think zombie is the least likely of all of them. Yeah, I was thinking so, that too. You know, we could just start with that and then, uh-huh. um, and then we could go to that kind of, and then we'll move on. Let's let's start with World War Z zombies, <laughs> shall we? Oh, this is spelled. <laughs> I said that spelled right. <laughs> Okay, we're good. Well, it's really fun for our listeners. <laughs> all right, sorry, Australia. Um, all right, so let's so World War Z zombies. World correct? War Z zombies. So correct me if I'm wrong. Those are the crazy ones that like yeah. storm the walls of Israel. And, yes. Like, yeah. Climb. They, they just, can do anything. But if you're like sick, then they just like go past you or whatever. Any kind of sickness? I don't know. Terminal. I, think that's I don't remember. If they're terminally sick. Because I would just have an eternal cold. Like constantly licking the ground. I'm <laughs> injecting myself with sickness. Get, get cholera all the time. Drink bad water. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's the same scenario in every zombie situation. I guess if you're like them, they won't go after you. That's true. Because in The Walking Dead, they paint themselves with like the blood. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Karen. All right. So I think. Um, can I get the ball rolling here? I think the first thing I would do in this scenario is. Well, first of all, I think I would die pretty quickly. For <laughs> World War Z zombies, yeah. just the honest truth, they're hard to get away from. Um, but I think impo- an important thing to do would be to either find an unpopulated suburb or get out to sea, get to the coast, away from people, basically. Because there's no way you're going to survive in a city. Even though there's supplies there, point. there's just no way you're going to be able to stay inside and safe from this. What about like a... Um... A beach that's like near a city, so like in Florida or something, mm-hmm. or like San Diego. Like if you could be on the beach of San Diego, but you could be far away from the city. Then again, I've never mm-hmm. actually been to San Diego nor the beach in San Diego, so I don't really know. I what think I'm it's still about. too close. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I think mm-hmm. you have to be on an island, isolated. What if, where oh, you know the disease? Can, is there. Wait, can the world where sea zombies swim? I don't think so. What if you're on an island think... like twenty feet away from the main shore? I mean, if they can climb a whole wall just by using their bodies, then I think they could. Probably swim. Would they sink though? They would, but then they. Well, just they had proper walking. form, you know. <laughs> Every three strokes, take a breath. <laughs> Do they need? I think you have to Look, I think if you got a mile away or more, they would be. They would not be able to get there. Um, here's a question. You know, in the um, I Am Legend, when he like sprays that stuff on the ground. First off, what is that stuff? Is it, like vinegar or something? I, uh, for some reason, I always thought I it was pee, remember. but like looking back, yeah. it's not pee. It's like vinegar or like rubbing alcohol or something. I don't know. To like mask his scent. scent, probably. So my question is, because obviously all zombies are different, um, <laughs> but created equal. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy versus person. <laughs> um, interesting. I don't know what I'm going with that. 
carry on. Well, what about like living out in like the farmlands where there's like it's open and you can see? But would you want to build like a fence or something around you? I mean, you could. For World War Z zombies, quite frankly, I don't think it matters. That's yeah. true. They we come up and over. To, and it's not like the Walking Dead zombies where they walk into it and stop. Yeah. They get over pretty quick. Interesting. They get over it. Ha <laughs> 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 Real funny, McFly. Um, perfect. Okay. Um, so let's say this zombie um, outbreak or whatever occurred right now in Provo, Utah, and you're currently sitting around this table slash bench. Um, where would you go? How would you get out of here? What would you gather? I mean, obviously it would be utter chaos because there's it's the third largest city in Utah. So, hmm. go to Sam's Club. <laughs> Really? I'd head south, get some food. You go to Sam's go Club. Go to Sam's Club. That's like the worst possible place to go. No, you fill your car with food and then you bounce. But do you know how many people are going to go to Sam's Club and Costco first? Well, Sam's Club is just like but right it's there. down there. It's in like the it's industrial... It's close and it's towards area. where you just want to be. even closer. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll just take what's in my apartment and book. But were you having a food? Yeah, I think for World War Z type zombies... There wouldn't be time to go get anything. Yeah. Like, the you moment it starts in the movie, they're basically already But well, what's the r not? <laughs> <laughs> I would I would say around... No, I don't know. Like, for those... How sorry, r not is, like... We talked about some more virus episode, if everyone would have watched that or listened to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to admit right now, live, that you did not watch it. I didn't I watch did it. Not watch I did it. not. I did not. Oh no! You know what it is, though. Remember? I know what it is, but I don't know infection. So basically, an R naught is like I don't watch when you have a disease or a virus. An R naught is like how many people you infect. So for example, the flu is like a one to one. So like when you have the flu, you have an R naught of one, which means you infect one other person. Okay. With like the coronavirus, it's like two point seven. So on average, you infect two point seven other people, other than yourself. Yeah, World War Z is probably like fifty. It's a however many you get in contact with. Yeah. So anyway, I, I think it's almost infinite. Interesting. More like a hundred. Anyway, what I would do is I'd hop in my car and I would drive home because we live in a suburb, first That's off. True. And we have a giant field in, the, in our backyard. You would, but how? All the way back up to Ogden. Uh, just take back roads. Well, I, I guess. Know. It might be free. I would be hard. I would just here. go through Heber or something or like go up through the mountains where there's not very many I people. I have some extended family nearby. I think I'd have to go try and find them. At least they have a house. Not an apartment complex. Yeah. Probably have I would feel it's much safer in a house. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like they would break the glass really easy at yeah. the same time. I yeah. mean, I've got a cabin up Big Cottonwood. I'd probably just go for that. We'd all go there? Alright, it's just decided. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, Making nothing. an elaborate pulley system to another neighbor, perhaps? Yeah. Maybe. Actually. Alright, you know what? We could kind of turn the same scenario, but with different kind of zombies. If the apocalypse happened right now, while we're at this table, bench, whatever you want to call it, but it's Walking Dead type zombies. They're not nearly as aggressive or fast. It hurts more when they eat you, but what would you do? I think it's a totally different strategy. Oh, yeah. Well, that would even really yeah, hold up anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the only, it gets really dangerous when there's a lot of them, because if it's just like one-on-one or like one-on-two, it's like reasonably easy to get away because they're pretty slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do find out in the later seasons so that they start to grow like the packs because more people are dying. Yeah, yeah. Right at the beginning, the there's a bunch of herds, and then later on, once they've had time to find each other. Um, spoiler. Um, <laughs> I think for that, 
there, there's this place up in Ogden, right, called Smith and Edwards. Um, Let's go. So it like prides <laughs> itself down. on like having everything. It's like a big like military surplus store, and they have like guns, and they have like, camping equipment, and they have food. They just have a whole bunch of random stuff. I feel like that'd be a really good place to like, it's like collect. Perfect. Yeah, because first off, I feel like not a ton of people would go there because it's kind of a little out of the way for us. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd be everyone's first. Uh, like thought go to yeah. yeah I feel like more people go to like Walmart or Smith's mm-hmm. or something Sam's Club yeah the trick is you need to have that stuff before the apocalypse <laughs> happens well if it's The Walking Dead it'd be very easy to like it's literally like yeah, you have more two minutes away from our house oh okay and it's no it's not usually like super busy well, it's like so a Saturday Whew. yeah right. apocalypse Saturdays and Smith's and Edwards. yeah <laughs> supply and demand but you know what they have, they have shut up right it's, <laughs> it's a market thing you can get yeah <laughs> do they do that though it's really fun I remember going as a kid there they had this like this really like big candy selection and they had this like 10 for 10 so you mm-hmm. get like 10 pieces of candy for like a dollar or something like that yeah or it was like it was, it was like 8 pieces it was really fun yeah see that would be really That's affordable cool. in the apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um Okay. Yeah, I think I would just hole up here. Honestly, I wouldn't try to travel In this environment, during the Walking Dead zombies. I think I would go to the third floor. Um, Third floor, last door? Third floor, and then I would block the staircases (laughs) with um, chairs, tables. If you just put a table on the landing of the staircase, they can't get over it. That's true. That's That's not a bad idea. That way, way you know... I could jump. I I could climb over it. Well, think about it. That way you know there's only two... Exits and entrances, so that'd be really easy to block instead of having like a whole wide because there's two places you have to focus on instead of like a whole field or something. And you could have an easy escape route through the balcony, just tie a rope that you or like know a rope ladder, have a rope ladder, yeah, like a, a rope ladder. They can't get up it, um, and you can have it up there. Well, everything leave tied up in the general, but what yeah, if the exactly. herd is so big that it almost surrounds the building? What do you do then? Come up to the roof, you go to the would you would you create like a uh, zipline from one building to the next, maybe. Oh, we have an intricate pulley system. The pol- <laughs> <laughs> one, that was just a pro- prototype. What's that word? Prototype. Yeah. yeah prototype. It's a mar- right. You know, this is a marketing word. Yeah. Prototype. Oh. That's what it's called. I think I would try and find <laughs> some fireworks, but something you could just throw. So like, light it, throw it, and just create a brief distraction on the other side of the. Or like those like do yeah. you know those like snaps, those pop it snap things. I, pop, yeah. I don't think those will be loud enough. No, you need something bigger. But <laughs> that's <laughs> a bad idea. Because they said that. Go away, zombies. Or like a bottle rocket. A bottle so you can launch really far and explode. Roman candles. Plus they're just fun. Roman candles. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the effect. It's a twofer. <laughs> they distract the zombies and it's fun. Stone. Stone. <laughs> <Yeet. laughs> let's go. Alright, so let's say um, we were in this zombie scenario. Um, what do you feel like the most, the best, uh, like, things to know would be? Like, the most useful... Information. Information, most useful knowledge to have would be. I feel like, first off, I feel like it's going to be pretty similar among all of them. But specifically, what, what do you think is more specific for, like, the zombie apocalypse? Like, what information do you think would be more useful than others, than in other scenarios? Does that make sense? Like, for example, like, in, like, a World War Three scenario, it's going to be more useful to know how to, like, deal with radiation than in this scenario. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. It's probably more important with zombies to have the gun, ammunition, gas for your car, because you need to get places. It's more like a survivalist kind of a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the zombie apocalypse is the one where the society breaks down the most, most quickly. 
Like if it's a world war or an EMP or a viral outbreak, there'll still be some government organization, there'll still be some local organization, a little bit of rule yeah. of law still. But I think as soon as there's zombies, all rules go out the window. So you just need tools for personal survival. Well, and to defend yourself from marauders. You're a tool for personal survival. Ayo. Nice. Um, okay. I just high-fived him for that. No hard feelings. <laughs> Interesting. 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 Do you feel like, um, what do you think would be the most, okay, actually, this is funner. Ignore that question. What would be your favorite, like, zombie killing device? Like, what thing would you use? <laughs> we had many conversations about this when we were into The Walking Dead for that one week. <laughs> mm-hmm. One week, four seasons. It was okay. It was like a month, I guess. And one month, five. <laughs> Stop it. Um, so we were talking and we were saying how like it couldn't really be something with ammunition because like that's be hard yeah. to find. Or even if it's like a bow and arrow, you still have to either find your bow and arrow or make it, which would be hard. So we're thinking it has to be something handheld and like not doesn't need to be reloaded, basically. I think like a bat with nails or something. Something like super spiky on like the end of a bat. Things. Yes, haven't seen it, but... Oh, yeah. Ladies, listen up! (laughs) Except I don't want it to get stuck in the zombies, because if there's a herd of them, and it gets stuck in one, and then the rest just attack you. So I feel like it needs to be, like, long enough that you have some range, and heavy enough that it does damage, but it doesn't get stuck. I was literally going to say that. that What's her name? Michonne. Michonne. That would be good. This show does bring up a lot of points. <laughs> okay, it annoys me to no end in the show when some characters spend like eight seasons with a small hammer or a pocket knife. Like you can't find something better in 12 years to kill zombies <laughs> than a three-inch knife. Yeah, that's true. true. That's funny. I think I would try and find a machete. A samurai sword would be better, but it would be tough yeah. to come across. And Utah, and like Utah, yeah, a machete is much more common. <laughs> I, I'm literally looking up uh, Ninja Turtle weapons here. Okay. <laughs> um, nunchucks. I don't think nunchucks would be very good. Throwing stars. I'm, I'm just throwing out the items that a were. Cannon. Oh. <laughs> a cannon. I, I think like a, a spear or something, or like a, a maybe an axe. I feel like I could go hard with an axe, like a fireman's yeah. axe that has like the pointy end on one end and like the, the <clears> axe <throat> part on the other end. Yeah, axe. Axe. Yeah, true. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Or smell what you're stepping in. What about just like a sturdy walking stick? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like a bow staff. I could see it. Hold it in the middle, both sides, Darth Maul style, and just take the lightsaber. Can you please um, ignore all Star Wars repre- uh, references? Just, just try talking about Star Wars. I'm sorry. Day. I forgot Thomas was cool. Whoa! Uh, so wow. next topic, I think uh, we're passing on these. Like so. Uh, yeah. so EMP. EMP. Um, does everyone here know what an EMP is? Well, you just told me what it stood for. Can you well, give us like a background? Tell like me what you refresher? think. Off <laughs> <laughs> <Ops> quote. <laughs> Funny. Uh, um, okay, so here's the rep. Um, there's two kinds of EMPs. There are natural EMPs and there are man-made EMPs. So, um, a nat... Uh, sorry, a man-made EMP... EMP so, oh, yeah, sorry. An EMP electric. stands for an electromagnetic pulse. Basically, okay. it wipes out electronics. Like, I think I read something that said, like, any car made 
after like 1980 or something would be wouldn't be able to run because it has like electronics in it, right? Mm-hmm. So cell phones, cars, literally anything electrical modern. Electrical systems, even like yeah, irrigation mm-hmm. systems. Even you know, you think Game Boys would be fine? As long as they have a charge. <laughs> like batteries would probably... No, would batteries would be fried because it's like the microchips and stuff in it too. It's okay, not just right. uh, batteries. That's fair. Um, just, oh, I'm sorry. It's just a question. He's trying to explain Just name off every electronic device. Like, and then I'll... Could we'll, we'll, I still play my Atari? <laughs> Keyboard. <laughs> what funny. about my laptop? And what about my abacus? <laughs> <laughs> what about a Sega? <laughs> Anyway, so basically what it is, so a man-made EMP is like a bomb of sorts that would get dropped, I think it's like okay. a mile or two above its target, kind of like a, the atomic bomb, mm-hmm. and then it just like creates this wipes like solar radiation, like this radiation kind of thing that just wipes out systems. So that's a natural one. I mean, sorry, jeez. What about a, a walkie-talkie? Because that's actually important. Like if walkie, you would need to talk to I don't to think someone. a walkie-talkie would work. Mm. And then the okay. natural kind is through the sun, like a solar flare. Mm-hmm. Because um, it just has that electromagnetic radiation, and that's what would fry it. And so I actually looked this up, and it says, Some experts place the odds of a major solar event at between 1% and 3% per year, and the odds being at 3 to 10% per decade. That's, like, that pretty high. The math didn't add up, but yes. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah, well, there's, like, <laughs> two different opinions. Um, so it wouldn't, like, kill you, and it wouldn't kill people, so it but would it, would just, it would just put you back into, like, a... Uh, the Amish. Society like yeah. 100 years ago. You're just like the Amish. Well, we love the Amish. So trains would work. 100 years ago was World War One. Like steam trains. Yeah. Turbo diesel cars would work as well. With the turbo diesel car. It's just right. making things. I mean, it works off electricity, yes, but like only the battery. Right. Does it have electronics in it? Does it have a radio? Does it have yes. a starter, an igniter in the car? Yes, but I think, spark? I think does it's have a, so, does it have a spark work. plug? I think it's because it still works. Okay, so we are we talking worldwide EMP, like everybody like worldwide. Yeah, let's just well, let's yeah, let's do worldwide because I think it's different if like it's a foreign country that EMP just us and then it's attacking. Let's say a solar flare. Let's say yeah, that affects the world. Natural, natural yeah. EMP. Okay. Okay. I think there'd be more deaths, but only in the sense of like the natural causes, right? Yeah. Like I don't think a lot of people would die as a result of an EMP, but it's just like. You don't have as good health care. You know, like, you can't have a hospital, you can't have surgery, you can't... Oh, true. Yeah. You know, childbirth would be more dangerous. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, like, it'd be... Like, that would make it more dangerous, but it would literally be, like, living 100 years ago. So does an EMP, like, go away after, like, a certain amount of time? I don't know. It, it can, but it, it depends just, like, on linger. how much it lingers. The EMP is pretty instantaneous. It just comes and goes, like, in a flash, but it destroys everything. I think like so. Yeah, if you started building electronics on... somehow, I think they would work afterwards. You just don't have anything you already. You don't have yeah, anything to make it yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I starting think too, from the basics. Also, I think that it has to do with, like the radiation, which I don't really understand. I think, but solar, so it's solar radiation. So it's not like I don't think it would harm us. Like we wouldn't get radiation sickness from it, or like cancer. Mm-hmm. But it would just like yeah, fry everything. And so I think that. Oh, what did I say? Oh yeah. I think that, I'm not sure though, but I'm not sure, oh my gosh, I can't talk right now. But like, if it was something that was radiated, like an electronic device, would the radiation eventually go away, or did it immediately just fry it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how long will that radiation last on Earth? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So what would you do then, Steve-O? Um, I don't know. I'd just rely on people that can uh, build electronics and just hope that my government will... 
So you're telling me Google is going to build a laptop <laughs> with a rock? Well, they've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think it would, it would be, take a long time to get back? Do you think it would take? I guess it would take a long time to get back. How? To that's a good question. But like, what would I do in the meantime? So okay, so hundred. So let's say nineteen twenty and it's twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. So nineteen twenty to twenty twenty. Look how far we came, right? We have like phones, laptops. Heck, we've been to the moon allegedly. Um, <laughs> see earlier podcast. So if an EP attack happened, how long do you think it would take us to get back to where we were? So if we were like in a time period like nineteen twenty, because obviously I think a lot of like the age of discovery, what it has to do with is also like people don't know like mm-hmm. what they're doing. But if we already know what's supposed to happen right. and like there's no guesswork in it, mm-hmm. it's all, it, it comes down to mass producing the electronics, which is. It's a great task that would happen, but we already know how to do it. Yeah. We, we, we would get back to where we are pretty problem. quickly. Like, we've solved the problem before. But do we have, like, the materials to get back to that yeah. point? That's the thing. So, that's so the question. Is we had factories to build the things that were being created in 25. And then in 25, we started having factories and processes to build what was being created in the 30s. So, I think, basically, if we went back to the 1920s type technology we wouldn't be able to just immediately start building iPhones again. No, of course. We'd have to go through the process, but I think it would be hard to recreate that process. Well, that's my question. How long do you think that, how long do you think it would take us to get back to where we were? Um, and how it would take tra- significantly longer than we think. Like, it wouldn't take 100 years, though, I don't think. I don't think, I don't think that would be. Well, can you keep the government together? I feel like it would just take like a decade or so. Yeah, well, if we could keep the government together in 1920, we could keep the government together now. But in 1920, <laughs> we were far more agrarian than we are now. People had more applicable skills. Yeah, but this is going to force people to be more agrarian anyway. You have, yeah, but you have to learn before, and then you starve. I guess there's going to be probably food shortages. I don't know. I, I don't I think, think there'll be food shortages, riots, all sorts of civil unrest that's going to make it really hard to start progressing again with technology. I think it'll be survival first. Do you think it would ever... I feel like it'll just be so slow, like, right after, for, like, I don't even know how long, like, five years before everything just, like, settles down and then there's some organization restored. So let the five years so kind of go by. Maybe like let the little bit of time go by and then people start to come back together and work together again. I feel like, and then I feel like after that it can like, like sp- the initial speed chaos. up like once people are working together again. Right. I don't know. You have to go back yeah. to the basic needs. You have to learn how to grow your own crops. You have to learn how to provide for yourself Irrigation. Again. Irrigation systems. More people would go near water. How to help They'd probably leave Utah. <laughs> or go near lakes or rivers. Ew, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like I we know. live in a desert. It would, it would be a desert again, basically. That's true because we have like artificial. I think we forget that. Honestly, yeah. we don't have as much water as I think we think we do. Slow <laughs> the flow, say the flow. I think it would take a while to like, like once we do get started with electronics, then it would be like rapid. After that, like the first. Kind of go in like it would be a struggle for like a lot of years and then once we like finally figure out how to get like electronics back or something then it'll like rapidly go i mean that's how it was like already because like you look at like the like it's like an exponential growth yeah. of like since the point we had electronics yeah like think to like the light bulb right i don't know what's like, the first electronic was the light bulb for like Thomas Edison, like that era, right? Probably. And then like so, they like took slow, 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 and then it started to pick up and pick up and pick up, and then you have like, uh, like 
you know, lights in every house, and then you had like street lights, and then you had like airplanes, and then you, I don't know, exponential growth. Yeah. So this might be a side tangent, but like, what effect would it have on like the Earth? Because like, if there's supposedly like global warming, but then if we're not like, well, like you know, you know what I mean. No, yeah. But like, is. Would the Earth be better or worse after it, that? Yeah. Like, well, I think there'd be less pollution then? for sure. Like, yeah, our carbon footprint would just like be a lot less. Our carbon footprint would be non-existent. It would be, yeah, like, non-existent. Natural. Yeah. Honestly, I think that like as it as like our I think like the longer that we're in that state, like our carbon footprint would get reduced, and I think it would help the Earth. Yeah, it would make it cleaner so, for sure. Like, and you shouldn't have like no trash and stuff. <laughs> Well, can can I throw out an perhaps unpopular opinion here? Uh oh. I think that yes. it might be worse for the carbon footprint in the long run. Ooh. Hear me out, because I can, we would I can get behind that. We would stop producing um, this sort of like carbon and the uh, the greenhouse gases for a short period of time. But like you guys are saying, we're going to get back on it quickly, and the technological advances that we've reached today are actually very clean compared to what they were 10, 20, 50, 100 years ago. We've gotten so much better in recent years um, that I think throwing us back 100 years and all of a sudden we're not worried about the environment. We're worried about surviving and regaining civilization. So we're just going to start pumping out more factories with worse technology. It's just going to pollute more. You know, though, I would also argue... Another industrial revolution. I would also argue, though, that um, during the original industrial revolution, people didn't know necessarily... And in I this one, they won't care. Yeah, they'll, they'll be trying not to starve. Spoken like a true Republican. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I think I think after the EMP, there will be a family who's like, well, we could build this factory, make bread for our village, but that'd be pretty bad for the environment. Let's just let everybody starve in the winter. <laughs> I think that's what's going to be going through people's minds. And we, we have to remember as well, there are more people on the earth now than there have ever been before, and tenfold compared to even a hundred years ago. Two, two, mil- two billion compared to seven billion is a lot. Big yeah. difference. How many people do you think would die from an EMP due to, like, secondary causes? Because obviously, like, mm. your food supply would get cut in... Yeah, basically your food supply would get cut unless you had your own private farm, right. like, garden or farm. Yeah. I think the first nine months would be hard, and I... I don't... Expect like winter. Uh, I don't expect a majority. Be hard. Winter would be hard. Yeah, it depends on what time the EMP happens. Well, it's winter for somebody. That's Always. true. But yeah, but winter in Australia is like no big deal. Yeah, but when it's winter in Australia, it's also winter in South uh, Argentina and yeah. Chile. Places so where it gets cold. That's true. Yeah, but like population center wise, it's not. I don't know. I would say maybe twenty five percent of people would die. Maybe. At most. I think 10 to 25 within the first 10 years. Mm. I can get behind that. Can you That's just a number I just pulled it out of thin yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. It's a something right. behind that. It's, it's, it checks out. They're good round numbers. Here's the one. <laughs> okay, what would we do in the immediate aftermath of the EMP? Not worried about our personal impact in global warming or rebuilding. <laughs> what would you do if there was an EMP right now? The lights went out. But everything dies. Your laptop, your phone, you look around. If I actually knew what it was when it was happening, I'd probably go get guns. 
go to my family's house, go get our guns and Well, the thing that's hard about, like, a solar EMP, though, is it's impossible to predict. Yeah. So, I think, for me, it'd be hard, because even, like, if your family lives an hour and a half away, like, like how, what do you... What, how an hour and a half driving is a couple days walk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cold, and you know people are going to be scared. Uh, <laughs> my family from here is only, I guess it's different, because my family's only, like, it would be less than an hour walk. Really? It's only like an hour walk? For where my brother lives. He lives right down the oh. road. My family is a 14 and a half hour drive. So yes. we're looking at like a six month journey. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I'd be able to go home. Get your hand card? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It would be interesting to see what like, na- like organizations like the Red Cross or like the church, what they would do in that kind of situation. There would be basically yeah. no communication. We have no idea what they were doing. We would have no idea like how we'd bad back it was. To, we'd go back to letters. We wouldn't even know if it's like a worldwide <laughs> thing or just us. Yeah. Like even in Utah, we wouldn't even know if it was like locally based uh, or something. We'd have to figure yeah. out by trains because I still think they'd work. <laughs> I don't think a train would work. You think the front runner would work? No, different type of coal trains. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not talking about like the Union Pacific diesel electric. I don't think that would work. No, no. Coal trains would still work and I think that would be our main mode of transportation and communication because we would take letters on there. Do you think that we I would like remember like do we have the infrastructure in place to go back? Yeah, I think so. Or do you think this would be fixed? Maybe we don't have the same amount as before. But so we couldn't telegraph. We wouldn't be able to do that. Right, that's electric. Because like the 1800s. Yeah. Letters it is. <laughs> you gotta work on my handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> okay, anybody have anything else to say for the EMP? Okay, let's... Uh, Say something. I'm Let's sorry, do World War III. Yeah, we kind of talked about the virus already. Viruses, yeah. So another scenario that we had in mind was a viral outbreak, but we kind of had another podcast about that with the coronavirus. Yes. So let's talk about World War Three. This one is different because I don't know if it's as much of an apocalypse. Or are we saying like World War Three in there's say nuclear like, explosions like, everywhere? What do you do? Yeah, let's say I think it'll be more interesting with like yeah radiation and all that fun stuff. Warfare, countries going against countries. Do you have to go to war? Would you go to war? Are you open to that? Yeah, yeah I'd go to war. Yeah, I would go to war. Okay. I mean, if you were drafted, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have. But also choice. volunteer if it was like worldwide enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think if there came to a point where like nuclear weapons were flying all over the place, I would bail and just. Go to my family. Yeah. Try and hunker down. Is it worth going to be a soldier if there's too much nuclear warfare? Both sides already lost. Yeah. Yeah. What about World War Three without nukes? Is that impossible? I think so. I think we're more hesitant on nuclear weapons because we know of what could happen. And if one person goes off, the other will. Because we have we have enough firepower to destroy a whole nation. That's true. Destroy every nation. With with one bomb, we could destroy England, Great Britain. <laughs> Sorry, crazy <laughs> Brits. We love them though. One <laughs> yes. percent of our uh... <laughs> yeah. 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 Those listeners. Yeah. <laughs> UK, Australia, and Ireland, baby. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like 
Would it be just the same kind of scenario that, like, World War Two would be? That's an interesting question. I don't know. Wait, well, what do you want it to be? What do I want it to be? Yeah. Best case scenario for World War Three. <laughs> Best case scenario for World War Three. This is possibly the most fun. Yeah. Best case would be that the warfare would not be happening in our home. Which, I mean, it has to happen in somebody's what home. If, well, what yeah. if there's, like, an invasion? Like, you know, like, somebody... Like, some country invade our country. Like, I was talking to someone, and they legitimately believe that the next world war is going to be between us and China. China so let's say China... China, 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 China! I can't do it. Don't start finding China, 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 China. So, like, what if China, like, invaded? And they invaded through, like, California or something. Yeah, so they're coming to coast. Crazy. We would give them California. I would. Right off the bat. Yeah, we don't even want California. <laughs> 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 take it, take it. Yeah. But as soon as you get into, like, Arizona or Utah, then we're in trouble. Yeah, that would be a little harder. Like, but being on the other side of the mountain, even the other side of the Rocky Mountains, is a big difference. That's true. It's a huge yeah. territory change. We true. know the terrain, which helps. They also have satellites. They'd know pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, They'd know pretty yes, quickly it. once they wanted to. Yeah, I guess, but... And realistically, we'd also, I'd also want to defend California. I mean, sorry guys for my joke earlier. <laughs> There's a lot of people in California. Yeah. It's worth defending. <laughs> yeah. He says resentfully. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I, honestly, though, like, there are a lot of resources there, too. A lot of military yeah. bases. Having the coast is big. Obviously, too. we love California. Like, <laughs> we love joking about it, but, like, it's pretty important. They have Disneyland. Okay. My brother lives there. <laughs> my brother lives there. <laughs> so, do we have any questions for this? Like, somebody needs to say something interesting. You don't just want to hear us ramble for, like, ten seconds talking about... Disneyland and Patrick for World War Three. Yeah. Like, yeah, who do you think we would go to war with? That's a question. Other than China, who do you think would really we would go to war with? I think there's a high chance of another Cold War. Yeah. Um, between Western states and Eastern states, I don't necessarily know if it'd be Russia. Although Russia's a very high contender. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it'd be between like Nate. Like, I mean, you look at the Russia Ukraine. Con- Here we go. <laughs> you look at like the Russia-Ukraine conflict um, as really a proxy war between NATO and like and Russia, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think it'd be similar. I think it'd be between NATO and or like Western ide- ideologized countries and countries that were in the Warsaw Pact back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So it could either be really a- us versus Russia and the Eastern European countries versus or us versus, us versus China. China. Is there anyone else? It could be us versus. Um, Obviously, we could be involved. It, it could what. be North Korea, but they wouldn't invade, and they would just be kind of right. a proxy for they China. Don't have enough people. Or us versus a Middle Eastern coalition. Ooh. If they could get together a caliphate, a radical caliphate. That's interesting. Then they could, but I don't think they would try and land troops. Honestly, well, not, try, not trying to give ideas to Chinese or the China people, but the best thing for them to do would All be to... All the millions to... of Chinese government officials listening to our podcast. The best thing for China to do would be to invade the United States. Where? What? With people. Wait, what? Having the having, best thing? <laughs> that would That's be... The best. That's their... For, for, for them. Right. right. Best <laughs> for China, if they wanted to win a war, because I think if we fought them there, we would win there. 
We would we would secure our borders and keep America. America. So hypothetically, if they wanted to pick if a fight they, with us, yeah. then their best case would be to invade. For them, yes. Okay. For them to sense. win at all, because they have way more people than we do. Same with India. If they got with India, wow. No, this would they're be not going to go with India, though. But if they would. That's tough worst yeah, case scenario. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Even China itself, a lot of people to deal with. Three times as many people as we do. Even more than that. Do you think be, they would be scared of, like, the citizens? Because we, they think we all have guns and stuff? No. I don't think they would. Okay. I think they would do their research and know which states have guns and which ones don't. <laughs> more than the others. Yeah. Because Utah's a heavy gun state yeah. compared to, like, I don't know. Well, Minnesota. I don't know if <laughs> citizenry would make that much difference against an invading enemy with tanks and fully automatic weapons yeah. and body armor, satellite yeah. help, optics, yeah. stuff like that. We're honestly in a great place in Utah because we have so many war bases. Like, we have army bases and we have air force bases here. How many army bases do we have? We only have a hill and, uh... The one on the other side, Tula. Is that a... What's the... What's the... Isn't there, like, Point of Venture or something here? That sounds familiar, but I don't... Okay. Um, hold on, I'm trying to look this up. So, in the United States, the total military personnel is 2.2 million, estimated. In China, their total manpower is around 2 million. So we do outnumber them. Militarily. Military-wise. And I'm going to go ahead and bet that we have more a more budget for the military, <laughs> as well as more, uh, like, resources. More, like, technologically advanced. Yeah. Like, how many... I'm going to... Surprisingly. Yeah. Like, so, China has one aircraft carrier. How many do you think the United States has? We have more than that in just one of our bases. <laughs> <laughs> the United States has 11... Oh. <laughs> Current active ones. Yeah. So. Can always make more. Suck on that. Look, as worried as people are about China, I think that uh, we still have the most powerful military in the world. Pretty if anybody sure. invades mm-hmm. the United States, they're, they're in for a big surprise. Yeah. It would have to be the whole world against us, basically. And we still might win. And we think we still might win. Yeah. And even if we don't, Texas will stand strong. You laugh, but Utah's going down. (laughs) I would honestly join Texas. (laughs) (laughs) The Republic of Texas, right? I mean, like, how much pride? Like, I don't know. A lot of people have like straight up Utah pride compared to like Texas pride. Yeah, like there's a ridiculous difference. (laughs) You never know. Those BYU people. (laughs) We went there. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, I think that's. uh, We're about out of time here. Um, so thanks for listening on our crazy ramblings. Um, my name is Thomas. My name is Ryan. I'm Landon. Jake. I'm Steve. And this is... Sitting, Sitting on a Bench. bench.